Um, and he's been cutting me. You know, we don't cheat on our barbers. We've had our barbers for many, 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 many years. Yeah, trust but me. I, you know, I, di- I did say to him, and he, he responded, I said, you've been charging the same prices for the past 15 years. Are you not aware of inflation? Mm. Hello, welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. Um, This week, just gone, was the first week I went back into the office, back into the city of London. And it was so therapeutic and it was good to see some of my colleagues. Um, So yeah, I'm feeling really great. and, And even though we haven't completely reopened, the fact that I can go into work when I choose to do so, of course, I have to follow some rules and fill out some forms. It's just such an amazing feeling. So I think I'll be doing that more often. Yeah, I definitely hear you on that one. Similar thing on our side as well, just thinking about how that's going to look. Um, I'm probably more in favour of a hybrid sort of format, working from home and then maybe one or two days in the office, man. But yeah, it's great to just see the country getting back to some form of normal, man. And good to hear that you're, you're well. It feels like it's been a little minute since we've chopped things up over a podcast. So um, just a massive shout out to my bro, Jax, and then also to our listeners all over the world, man. We... We love the fact that you always support us by just listening in and sharing with others, man. We love the growth that we're seeing and um, even the feedback that we get on our social media, man, just um, hearing, even if it's just one person, how you've been impacted, man, we're loving it. So thank you very much and keep doing the usuals. And on that note, Jax, as you know, we do give our shout out to a city and um, where we have uh, listeners um, in different parts of the world. And today, the city we're going to give a shout out to is Dortmund, which is in Germany, a city in Germany. So, Jacks, man, a massive shout out to our listeners in Dortmund. Massive, massive shout out to our listeners in Dortmund. Very, very timely. Manchester United, the team that I love and support, have just signed Sancho from Dortmund. So, how timely, eh? Thank you very much, guys. We will take Sancho all day, every day. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a troll for the football supporters in Dortmund, man. But yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, man. A massive shout out to our listeners over there. Um, and of course, all over the world man but Jack's like uh, the other day I did actually send you an article um from this is money and the title was smartphone inflation how the latest mobiles now typically cost 200 pounds more than three years ago and monthly bills are eight pounds higher as a result and that's of course gonna that sparked up what we're doing today which is going to be talking a bit more about inflation but first of all do you want to just quickly speak to that because that's kind of a mad thing (laughs) <laughs> well, Peter, I'm not surprised in the slightest. Um, you know, inflation was one of those things that, you know, once you actually open your eyes um, to pay attention to it, it becomes so, so, so obvious. So it's crazy, but it's not um, too surprising. Absolutely, man. And a bit, I'm just going to, you know, um, let's start a journey on talks in terms of um, talking a bit more about inflation. What is it, et cetera, and the, the impact it has on the economy and uh, the everyday individual as well but just a memory uh, always sparks to mind when it comes to things like inflation can you remember when the bus a bus journey in in london we're obviously based here in london uk when a bus journey was just 40p 
um, when you actually as children, when you actually paid and not jumped on those old school double decker buses where the doors open. If you know, you know. But can you remember when it was a school EP? I think now I haven't been on a bus in for eight ages, mainly because of COVID and because I take other means. But I think it's like probably nearly two pounds a journey now. I believe so. I believe so. Um, you know, I, I tend to use my um my bank card to tap on when I when I'm traveling on the bus and that kind of stuff. And when I do check my bank statement, it's definitely more than a pound fifty. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it, that's over a that's more than a hundred percent increase since we were just teenagers, which is absolutely insane when you think about it. But that's what inflation is. That's actually mad, man. Even I'm just thinking so much, man. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going down into memory lane when a Twix bar, used, Twix used to be 28p and Snickers were 32p. And now that's unbearable to think about. I don't have it that, that much nowadays, but I know it's probably around 70, 65p or so, but it's just crazy, man. But um, Jack, so you probably have it more than me, but that's not <laughs> okay. But <laughs> going, um, I guess going on, on, on this topic or staying on this topic, Jack, so it'd be good to take a deep dive because we know inflation is very important like uh, I speak to people when they say oh in retirement I know I'm going to retire with x amount let's say a million pounds right now a million pounds is a lot and by the time they're you know someone retires maybe in 30 years yes it'll probably be a lot but due to inflation me and you both know that it's not going to be nowhere near as much as um, it may seem right now for example so it'll be good for you to even also speak on that but as you're speaking to that just i guess throw some education on what is inflation in the simplest terms i guess yeah um to put it very very simply inflation is a general rise in the price levels of goods and services in an economy that's the easiest way to understand it um think of the word inflate so to make something bigger or for something to increase that's where the term inflation comes from so if you buy something today and later on you go to buy it again after a period of time and the price has gone up the chances are there has been an increase or there has been inflation um taking place within the economy that you reside in Mm, absolutely and i guess you've just given some examples before like price of um services and goods um they're no longer what they was maybe 10 years ago and we can assume that in 10 years time those prices will increase and with inflation um is the idea jacks that literally over time prices will always increase and roughly by how much is there like a average figure yet yeah, if you can go into a bit more detail on that yeah so you know inflation more or less takes place every single year um, there are periods within um, a longer time span where you might not have inflation or you can even have um, what we call disinflation or deflation. We're not going to go into that in this episode, but yes, over a longer period of time, more, you tend to experience inflation. Um, but yes, within certain years, you might not experience it for different reasons. Now, inflation is something that does take place and it's not all bad. Again, we'll go into the, the pros and the cons and that kind of stuff. And actually the government or actually in, in most countries, the central banks have a, a way of targeting inflation because inflation is not necessarily a bad thing. It's only a bad thing when it's out of control or when it's too high. And so in the UK, we have the Bank of England who have the Monetary Policy Committee who actually manage inflation. And we aim for around two percent as a target plus or minus one so three percent or one percent is not bad 
when we have inflation going above, let's say 3%, then that could be a bit of a worry. And also when we have inflation going the opposite way, less than 1%, then that's also a worry. We aim for a decent level of inflation every single year because a bit of inflation is good. A bit of inflation shows that the economy is growing mm. um, at a healthy level. There's less unemployment potentially. And so that is good, but we don't want inflation to be out of control. Mm. And as you said just now, when in countries like the UK, when inflation is out of control, and we'll talk a bit more about the pros and cons of, of, of both sides, I guess. But when it is out of control, you know, the, the central banks have a way of almost um, manipulating things to bring things back into balance, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So um, the, the way they tend to do it is to manage um, interest rates. So the terms that they tend to use is we're trying to cool down the economy by increasing um, interest rates. And that's the way they tend to uh, manage inflation when inflation is too high. Um, Yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so it's a fair assumption to say, Jack. So as we know, interest rates are quite low and have been low for a significant period of time, um, particularly where we're based. Um, And is it fair to say that you know, if inflation does get out of control, potentially this could have an effect on uh, current interest rates levels. Absolutely. And this conversation is actually very, very timely, mm. particularly um, in the US where, you know, inflation seems to be picking up. Um, and as we just said, the response for higher inflation is to increase interest rates. But of course, increasing interest rates comes with its own um, repercussions. But the truth of the matter is it comes down to whether inflation is transitory or is here to stay. Mm. So if it's transitory and it's just going to happen for a period, a short period of time, let's say six months, then that's fine. Um, the Fed, which is the central bank in America, um, they don't need to increase interest rates because it's transitory and it will, it will cool down itself over time. Um, and so, yes, inflation and its, you know, its response in terms of interest rates usually also comes down to whether inflation is here to stay or whether it's just going to happen very quickly and then go. To make it even more um, relatable to what's happening right now, remember we've been in a period where, you know, people have been locked down. The same governments have been, you know, using what we call fiscal policy and giving people money, basically, giving businesses money. We call it increasing the money supply through other means as well. Again, we're not going to go into too much detail, but th- think of it that this way. There's a lot of money, a lot of liquidity in the system. And so when we go through a period of reopening, where now all these people that have so much money in their, in their bank accounts, in fact, the savings rates is as high as it's ever been in recent times, mm. they need to spend this money. Now, if they're going to spend this money and all this pent up demand, they need to spend on goods and services. But a lot of these um, companies might not be able to keep up with this demand. Mm. So actually, to put it simply, inflation, which is the rise in price levels, usually takes place when there's an imbalance between demand and supply. Mm. If there's excess demand, prices have to go up to facilitate that demand. And if there's not enough supply, again, prices have to go go up. And that's what causes inflation as well. If people have too much money and they're not spending on too many goods and services or there's not enough supply to meet that, then prices will go up. But we hope that is transitory and over time companies will be able to catch up with that demand. And so the inflation will be at a more healthier level. 
if inflation is at a healthy level and it's transitory, the Fed or the central banks don't necessarily need to increase interest rates to cool down the economy because it will cool down itself anyway. But if it's not, hey, then potentially interest rates have to go up to slow things down. Wow, wow. And I just want to pick on something there that you you, you said, uh, Jax, to simplify things. You said inflation usually um, happens as a result of an imbalance between supply and demand. And you you, you spoke about the key example that everyone in the world is going through, which is uh, COVID and how that's caused that imbalance. What else can con- contribute to that? Is it um, fair to say, I don't know, uh, property, property prices and things like that? What else can contribute to uh, inflation? Yeah, as I said, think about it. anything, any asset or any good or service that goes up is what we call inflation, right? And it always comes down to demand and supply. If you ever want to know what causes prices to go up, think of it as demand and supply, and then think of it as what causes this demand or causes this, this um, lack of supply. So, you know, if you're talking about property prices going up, what's causing that demand to go up, which is then causing the prices to go up. Mm-hmm. And it could be because, hey, the stamp duty holiday was here. People want to take advantage of it here in the UK. So the demand for housing and properties is up, which is causing um, pr- a price increase in, in properties. Now, there are different measures of inflation. Um, again, I don't want to go into too much detail in this introductory session, but you've got something called the RPI the retail price index and the consumer price index, which is a CPI, one of them doesn't take into consideration the price levels of property mm-hmm. um, or, or real estate. But what I would say is, yes, think of it like this, as long as there's demand, which is um, above the supply, there is going to be an increase in the price level of whatever good service or even asset that thing is. Brilliant, man. That's very clear. Thanks for that, bro. And in a bit, we're actually going to, try and relate this to the everyday individual. And of course we get a variety of people um, in terms of our listeners and um, who are on different parts of their, so to speak, financial journey as well. Some who own businesses, um, some who are heavy savers, some who have um, started investing. So we'll definitely uh, go into a bit more detail on how they, this affects the everyday individual wherever they are on their financial journey. But just going back to, I guess, um, inflation and um, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Do you want to speak a bit more about that? You know, why is it a good thing to have inflation um, at a particular level? And of course, why is that a bad thing? Yeah, um, generally speaking, Peter, inflation, when we heard a term, is usually has a negative connotation to it mm. um, because too much inflation is not good for the, for the economy. It's not good for the economic agents like ourselves because if the prices of um, things are going up, um, essentially that can reduce our standard of living, right? Unless we can, you know, increase our wages in line with that inflation. If we can't, and obviously we can't buy the same things that we used to be able to buy. And also our, our savings, Peter, our savings in the bank is losing its value. So, you know, it really does hurt us. So inflation generally doesn't have a positive connotation. But as I said earlier, a tiny bit of inflation that's bearable, that's consistent, and it's low enough is actually a sign of a good and strong economy. Because if you have people that are working more, which then obviously increases um, the demand for them to consume things, which then causes prices to go up, that's fine as long as it's between, let's say, the 1% to 3% that I spoke about, which is a target we have here in the UK. Um, So it's fine, but generally speaking, inflation has a negative connotation. If prices of things are going up, um, it really does affect, especially people that are from the lower income um, backgrounds and households, they are not able to buy the same things that they were able to buy before. Um, Their their 
bargaining power is not as high, for example, and they can't even bargain higher wages. So it does really hurt um, the lower um, income um, people. It, it kind of caused an increase in the, you know, the, uh, what's what we're looking for? The inequality of wealth, basically. Mm-hmm. The people at the top tend to get better results when it comes to high inflationary periods and the people at the bottom suffer the most. So yeah, inflation generally is not a good thing, but a tiny bit of inflation um, signifies a stronger, growing, healthier economy. Brilliant, man. And as you were just talking about, even when it comes to like jobs and and wage increases as well, because the issue is, and and the reason why I mention this, because we've done an episode so far, listeners, um, episode 13, which is on career planning, and uh episode 15 um where we was just talking about career plannings in general and asking for a pay rise and things and the reason why that's important because the increase in inflation year on year on our wage increase is barely keeping up with it or it's just about so in reality when we get sometimes get a wage increase it's literally just keeping up with inflation but sometimes we're not even aware of that Exactly, exactly. I think for me personally, um, that is the bare minimum. I want at least a 2 to 3% increase in um, my salary every year to at least keep up with inflation. If you're not getting an increase, um, then unfortunately, even though you may believe that, hey, I'm still earning the same amount, the raw value and your purchasing power is actually going down every year if you don't get an increase. So you have to be very, very mindful of that. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's uh, touch on, um, well, let's stay on this uh, topic in regards to the current situation we're in now, Jax, man. Like, do you want to talk a bit m- more on your on your views in terms of the current situation? Um, are we in an in- inflationary economy right now? Is it out of control? What's happening? We've just had, you know, the biggest upset in 100 years for the economy. Like, how's that affected us? And once we go into a bit more into that, let's talk a bit more about the you know, the everyday individual? Yeah, um, so personal opinion. So I said earlier that there are measures of inflation, um, the RPI, the CPI. Um, and what I would say is, you know, these measurements of inflation are not perfect. Um, they come with their own assumptions and, and, and um, measurement errors. I think the easiest way to measure inflation for the everyday person is just to open your eyes, <laughs> you know, and go shopping and just see how expensive things are. And also, this is a bit strange for some people to grasp, but I always say this, everybody's inflation measure is different because what we spend on and the money that we have, it affects us differently. Just the other day when I went to wash my car, Peter, just a car wash, um, which, you know, on every day, it costs me about five pounds to just to wash my car. Um, without doing it inside, just the outside. I went to wash it and, and the guy charged me eight pounds. And I said, well, it used to be five pounds just the other day. Mm. And he said, well, look, we have to, you know, um, catch up with all the money that we lost during uh, the period where things were locked down. So with that in mind, and when you relate that to everything else, you actually do realize, hey, the prices of things are really, really going up and not all of it will actually be captured in the standard um, measurement. So I personally think inflation is here. I think it's been here for a while. Um, and whether it's going to be transitory or whether it's going to be longer lasting, I really don't know. I don't think anybody really knows. A lot of these economics will forecast whether it's going to be, even at the high level, professional level, we can't really agree, you know, whether it's going to be transitory or not. Mm-hmm. In the US, the Fed um, believe it's going to be transitory. 
again, we would just have to be, um, we just have to wait and see. But what I would say is the key thing is to be uh, prudent, uh, proactive, and be aware that, yes, it can be transitory, but it can be longer lasting as well. And the key thing is to be prepared for that. Um, rather than trying our best to forecast the best case scenario. We have to be aware also of the worst case scenario. So, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely here, definitely. Um, it's something that, you know, I'm sure everyone has probably seen it happen and experienced, but the key thing is to um, react to it and to be aware of it. Wow, man, wow. And, and you know what we always talk about on this show about um, taking advantage, well, seeing opportunities where things may not seem the most positive situation or scenario so we're going to talk a bit more about you know how does inflation affect our personal finance and how does one be prudent as you said um same way as we've done with many with many um, different bits of news affecting the market as well um but just as you was also giving that example of how your car wash prices has increased similar with me man my barbers as soon as we come out of lockdown my barbers added a few extra pounds to my normal cut <laughs> Oh, um, you be cutting me since childhood. What are you doing to man? But yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> let, let me let me tell you. Well, first and foremost, Peter, your trim right now looks absolutely amazing. Well I'm done. Kidding, <laughs> you, you almost look as handsome as me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, what, what I would say is, um, this is actually a bit off topic, but it's very interesting, especially from um, people from our demographic. This is this is very good advice. You know, I was speaking to my own barber not long ago. Um, and he's been cutting me. You know, we don't cheat on our barbers. We've had our barbers for many, 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 many years. Yeah, trust but me. I, you know, I, di- I did say to him, and he, he responded, I said, you've been charging the same prices for the past 15 years. Are you not aware of inflation? Mm. And, and, and the sad thing is, a lot of people are not aware of inflation. Mm. You know, you're supposed to be increasing your price. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with increasing your prices alongside inflation. You absolutely, you should be. You should be because you as the business owner, you are someone who, you know, needs to generate a revenue, generate a profit. You have bills to pay. You've got costs for your business. You Mm -hmm. should be able to, you know, charge prices that are reflective of inflation, you know. Um, And a lot of people from my demographic, a lot of the business owners and self-employed people, they don't do this. And what they don't know is they're actually losing out. Mm. So so well done to your barber. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Your big head. Oh, that indeed. Um, no, but I, I'm feeling that, man. And I think that's a perfect segue into, you know, inflation um, and how that affects the everyday individual. Many of our listeners, as we know, um, people shouting out to us and speaking to us, hearing us on our Instagram. Our Instagram is Woke Finance Team, by the way. So if you've not followed us on Instagram, pause the web, um, this episode, wherever you're playing it on right now, and just press that follow button on Instagram. That's woke finance team. But Jack's coming back to the example of the, the barber and, and, and the self-employed and also business owners. Do you want to talk a bit more? You've just touched on it, but if you have anything to add on for a, a business person or someone going into business right now, thinking about how inflation affects their business and how one can be a bit more prudent in this area. 